Hi, I'm Eric Lynn Greenberg, an assistant professor of political science at MIT, and I'm joined by my friend and colleague, Professor Mike Horowitz. Hey, I'm Mike Horowitz. I'm a professor at the University of Pennsylvania and a senior fellow at the Council on Foreign Relations. And we're gonna, we're gonna, Eric and I are gonna have a conversation about satellite imagery and open source information. And Eric, you and your colleague Theo just wrote a really interesting piece in the Washington Post Monkey Cage blog about uh, satellite imagery in China. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Absolutely. So it's been a really big summer for the use of commercial satellite imagery to find all kinds of previously hidden things. So about a week or two ago, uh, some researchers at the uh, Federation for American Scientists found a, a number of new Chinese ICBM or missile sites using commercial satellite imagery. And what was so interesting here is this type of imagery in the past was something that was firmly in the hands of state governments with large intelligence infrastructure. But over the past few decades, we've started to see the emergence of commercial firms launching their own satellites, producing imagery that then researchers and analysts can use. So this has pretty significant implications for international security and politics when private firms are able to detect things that were once you know, only seeable by governments. Um, so that, that's kind of the, the gist of the piece. Um, but there's, I think, a lot of political implications that I think we can talk about. So... What does it mean here? So in this case, there we have some testimony from U.S. government officials that now looking back in the spring, it seems like it's not like the commercial satellites found things the U.S. government hadn't found, but they revealed things that the U.S. government wasn't ready to reveal. So how did, well, does this create a dilemma then for governments and how they think about keeping secrets? I think absolutely, right? It, it's, a, it's a new challenge that governments need to wrestle with. So if we think back to the Cuban Missile Crisis, the U.S. government detected Cuban missiles uh, or Soviet missiles in Cuba, but they were able to kind of keep this information under wraps because they controlled this information. But with the proliferation of new satellites, private actors now have a say in when this information is released. So what this means is that states now have to think about their actions, right? It might be uncovered. So in some cases, this can be pretty problematic for states that they're trying to keep things under wrap and keep things secretive. But in other cases, it can be quite useful. Right? In some cases, governments don't want to release information because it's going to reveal sensitive sources and methods, or it might create uh, calls in the domestic public for more hawkish behavior. Uh, but what this allows governments to do is to, to basically allow private actors to make these disclosures instead. That's really interesting. So, I mean, one of the things that that comes out of this for me and thinking about my own work on emerging technologies is the way that advances in artificial intelligence might might change this as well. If you think about the way that something like Project Maven and the Department of Defense works in trying to synthesize and aggregate data from drone feeds, you could imagine the same thing with satellite information, other open source information. And you know, I think part of the idea here for lots of militaries is, all right, how can we take different types of information from satellites, maybe from open source information, from commercial satellites, from other sources, and use algorithms to bring that together to help us get a more accurate picture of the world. But the thing we know about AI is that most of the advances are being driven by the private sector. So that means that some of the same companies that are doing this work might also be able to you know, partner with others to, to, in some ways, do their own aggregation, which may, will that put even more pressure on governments? I think so. And I actually want to turn that question back to you. Right. So right now, most of these discoveries are being made by analysts who are looking through hundreds and hundreds of images. 
AI has the ability to kind of expedite this process. And you just had a great article come out in the Journal of AI Research. I'm wondering if you can talk a little bit more about you know, what this means for the speed or frequency at which these discoveries might be made. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that, so that, that paper involves surveying uh, over 500 uh, AI and machine learning researchers. And, you know, two things I want to flag in this context. You know, one is that while, you know, those researchers are, you know, very concerned about things like, say, autonomous weapon systems, you know, areas in which they're much more willing to work with militaries involve things like logistics and surveillance, which, you know, certainly something about, you know, some things about imagery would fall under but you know, certainly this would dramatically increase the speed. Algorithms should give us the ability to dramatically increase the speed with which we can assess data. You know, if you have, say, grid by grid commercial satellite imagery of Western China, and it took, you know, one person hundreds of hours or you know, hundreds of people an hour each to be able to, you know, scan that entire area, in theory, an algorithm should be able to, you know, rapidly speed that process, either doing it itself or at least flagging the specific places that a person should look because things maybe maybe seem to be changing a little bit. Now, that's fascinating. And I know we're running close to the end of our time, but I think you have this combination of really neat uh, new emerging technologies, be it commercial satellites, AI, that I think have the potential to really change uh, the, the landscape of secrecy on the international stage. So it's great chatting with you, Mike, and uh, look forward to reading more of your research. Yeah, you too. And I think this is only going to get bigger. I mean, if you think about all the news we've had on space launches over the last couple of uh, last couple of weeks, last couple of months, you know, there are more and more commercial satellites going up there. There's more and more uh, publicly available data essentially on the world. And it's only natural that that both people in governments and people outside of governments are going to try to figure out more about how the world works based on that information. Awesome. It was great catching up, Mike. Have a great day, Eric.